hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. another week here on earth <laughs> on this little on the, blue dot <laughs> james um, i was gonna say that only god i love that the like i felt like that was one of the more um deep things that i brought to the podcast and i'm glad that you know it stuck with you little blue dot little, oh, blue, dot. little blue dot um i will say though what's I've been the keeping fucking myself- point <laughs> sorry what <laughs> but what? like actually though um <laughs> I have been keeping myself busy watching the World Cup because, hello, football. And when I say football, I mean, you know, football that the majority of the world considers to be football, not American football. Um, soccer? And I have, you mean soccer? <laughs> shut Football. Up. Football. Football. Um, and I have never felt more like my father's daughter than I have mm. watching fucking football. <laughs> Oh, like, that's so cute. No, but it's not though in real time when you are watching me sitting there like engaged in a game, like the level of swear words that come out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> and I literally will sit there and when a goal is being made, I shit you now. Goal! And I will like run around this house like a fucking idiot. Um, and we did it for Thanksgiving where we were watching some of the replays because, you know, they're happening at like 1 a.m., 3 a.m. in the fucking morning our time. Um, and my mom got so irritated with me. She was like, you are literally your father's daughter. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, just constant, just string of swear words, my friend. But anyway, point I'm trying to make is <laughs> highly entertaining for those who, you know, are into it, into soccer or what majority of the world calls football. Um, but yeah, have you been watching at all? No. Okay. So then we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Okay, cool. Not. On to the next. <laughs> um, no, definitely not. I, I'm not. No, I, I don't like sports. Like yay, uh, sports. lies. You lies. You like football, like American football. I will watch it, but like for four minutes at a time, and then I'm over it. And yes, I'm part of a Girl, fantasy you- league. By the way, I won today. I'm like actually killing it in fantasy, but I don't know who any of my players are. It's just I just pick, pick them. By <laughs> it's all just a guessing game, really. That's what it and is. And I'm I'm currently in fourth place. Look so, at you. And I just beat tonight. I beat the person who's in second. So anyway, uh, no, but I'm not really a sports person. You crack me up because I never in a million years would have thought you would have a fantasy league. And then when I found that out, I think <laughs> I think it was like a month ago I found out, I was absolutely stunned. The girl was too stunned to speak. Um, and then that's when I realized like, oh, she likes football, football, like American football. Well, yes, I, I'm... I, I will watch it of all sports. It's the one I'm going to watch. But no, it was really just my effort to bond with my team at work. And so it's my team's fantasy league. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. And then I realized, you know, there's over a thousand dollars on the, on the, on the line here. So now I want to win. But I don't think I'm going to win, unfortunately, but you know, (laughs) some cash. It's okay though. Um, 
Okay. I think given how many topics we got to cover today, and some of them are fucking juicy, like <laughs> juicy. Um, I think we should get into our BBQs. And for our listeners, new and old, BBQs is our basic bitch quickie segment. We basically go over top headlines of the week, viral TikToks, viral trends, et cetera, et cetera, um, and give our quick top of mind thoughts. Um, and with that, I think we should get started. What do you think, Lena? I am ready. Let's fucking do it. And do you, is the timer ready? Are I we? have it. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I'm so proud of you. Every time that you like have it prepped, just yes. <laughs> Um, okay, so first first topic of the day, uh, Johnny DeFilippo's post-Bachelor in Paradise revelations about Victoria Fuller and Greg Grippo. So context, for those of you who may not be Bachelor fans, the Bachelor in Paradise finale slash reunion just aired this week, um, and we got a pretty big bombshell for those who you know don't keep up with reality, Steve, who already gives you the deets way before the actual reunion. Um Johnny and Victoria Fuller were actually one of the two couples that ended up being engaged at the end of Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, But then we found out during the reunion or slash once again, like finale, we find out that uh, Victoria may not have been faithful to Johnny. um, And that while they were trying to work things out, Mm -hmm. she apparently went full in on dating Greg Grippo, who is another former Bachelor contestant. Um, And I will be honest, I actually, well, as you know, for our listeners who who have have followed us from the get-go, know that my husband is a very huge Bachelor fan, like loves the fucking franchise, everything about it. (laughs) Um, And I am forced on a weekly basis to be subjected to the torture of watching some of these, even though like I've Sometimes I get into it. Other times I'm like, I don't want to hear this. This is just babble. Um, And so I had to actually watch this season finale episode and it got dicey. Like Johnny, very sweet man. I actually adored him from when he was on The Bachelorette. I was really rooting for him and his love with Victoria. Uh, But she was like vicious on the show, showed no remorse for her actions, um, said, oh, I didn't cheat. Um, and then timelines are just so iffy though. It's like, clearly she just didn't see a serious relationship with Johnny. Okay. Um, and then Greg was brought on stage and they basically said, we don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks about us or how we came to be. She's like, I get to walk away with this guy. And they got matching tattoos after like two months of dating each other. That's always Um, a good sign. Always a good fucking relationships. So uh, here we are. Timer, please. Okay. Ready to go. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've kind of not been watching The Bachelor for a while. I just feel like it's the same thing over and over and over again. You know, it doesn't have the same appeal now that uh, our boy Chris Harrison is gone. It it just feels like a different show. Not, not that I'm saying that he should or shouldn't be there. I'm just saying that it just feels like a different show and like it kind of is like the same shit. And also, I just feel old because they're all so young. Gen Zers and we know yes. how I feel about Gen Z. So, yes, it, it, yes it's not, it's just not my, my, my cup of tea anymore. But isn't mm-hmm. Victoria Fuller, isn't, wasn't she like super, um, like, on her season or when the season she was on, wasn't she kind of in the media quite a bit? She, wasn't she dating 
Dave Portnoy, was that her? Was it, She was like already kind of embroiled in a lot of drama before. Yes. So right? she was embroiled in drama before. I can't remember explicitly what that drama was, but I do know that she has been very much in the headlines day in, day out since her, I think, um, her, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Introduction into the yeah. Bachelor franchise. Yes. Uh, like she's I, always a problem. Yeah. She seems like the type of girl to be um, opportunistic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. I mean, I who that's, isn't? That's true. But I think she does it in a way, you know, there are people who I think have a, a good level of emotional intelligence and can do it in a way where it's not full in your face and you still perceive them as like a human who's like empathetic and has feelings and emotions and cares mm-hmm. for those around her or, or around them. Um, I think she lacks in that skill quite a bit. Um, especially considering yeah. like she made herself to be a villain in the finale, which I feel like most people will use that time to try to redeem you know, themselves, redeem themselves. Like they yeah. got some PR training, got some media training. They're like trying to show up and apologize for their behaviors, but that was definitely not the case. She actually was upset that Johnny, um, was putting her out there, um, and like trying to hold her accountable for her actions. Like she like, clearly was visibly upset by that. She was like, no, I'm going to have my cake and eat it to be seen as this person and have the dude that I want to fuck. Okay. So first of all, I just double checked. She dated Chris Souls, the old bachelor as well. And she's the one that was in the media because she, um, she modeled for a White Lives Matters clothing brand. I thought she dated Dave Portnoy. I feel like there was like something to do with him too, but it didn't come up in the article that I just um, found just to double check to fact check us. Fact, fact check us. Sorry. Yes. Fact check. Um, and, and so it sounds like, yes, like she, this girl, I think she is opportunistic. She likes to be in the middle of all of the, the shit that's going on. I, I will say though, I kind of admire that ability to be like, hey, fuck you all. I don't give a shit what you think about me. The, sure. The thing is, if, if if it's actually like, fuck you, I don't care, that's one thing. If it's maybe a little bit less, she doesn't care and she really just wants to be controversial, then that's like, okay, you're corny. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that that's like good for you. You're in, you're in the middle of all this nonsense that you maybe bring upon yourself, but the ability to just let it roll off your back, I think yeah. that that is pretty cool. I mean- we were just talking about this, how guys, we've officially got trolls. We've officially got people who literally tell us that we're like stupid bitches that are never going to get married because women like us are ruining these species and whatever and the whole gender (laughs) and all these things. Um, Love incel behavior. Yes. Here for it. But my point is, right, like we're kind of getting, I mean, a a very, very, very small experience of what that's like and we're laughing about it. And like, if someone ever said that to my face, I would probably laugh and say, okay, fuck you. You have a small dick anyway. But so I, I and, and again, we're not necessarily like, we're kind of putting ourselves in these situations, but we're not putting ourselves in the same kind of situations. And so I kind of yeah. admire that behavior a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give her that. I do think though, what absolutely fucking sent me during this finale was the, the, the matching tattoos. One last thing. That's How weird. long do you think they're going to last? I give it like oh. six months max. Yeah. If that. Because he was also like embroiled in a lot of drama as well when he was on The Bachelor, right? Yes. He was the one that like that whole gaslighting thing with Katie, we did a whole episode on it. Go back and uh, listen if you want. That was a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. We got to move on. We got to stick to the timer. Um, We're turning over a new leaf, people. 
Okay. What you think? I think this next one is probably going to send us down a spiral. Um, so this one has been pretty big in the media. Uh, Balenciaga S&M ads for kids and clothing stirs controversy even among celebs. So Balenciaga, for, just for context for listeners, is in some pretty deep shit at the moment uh, as one of their latest campaigns just came out depicting children in... I would say sort of a sexualized tone. Uh, essentially, the photographs that were done for this campaign showcasing children with like BDSM bears and them in sort of like BDSM type accessories. Uh, there has been some serious backlash and deservedly so. Uh, but the other interesting thing to this, which has kind of gotten a lot of conspiracy theorists going, is that there is a, another image from another campaign uh, where it's it's a purse, it's one of their purses that's laying flat on a desk and one of the documents that's on the table is related to a Supreme Court case uh, that has to do with child pornography laws. Um, so people are like, uh, make this fucking make sense. Like, you know, one time, you know, y'all did a, a boo-boo, okay, but like to have that on top of this, oh, dicey. There have been some other images that have come out. Um, I, I kid you not, TikTok is rampant with videos of people who are doing an analysis of all ad campaigns from Balenciaga that have been sus. Um, some celebs have come out and denounced this behavior. Uh, we just found out that Kim Kardashian has finally come out with a statement, uh, but leading up to today, we did not have a statement from anyone in the Kardashian household, which was pretty iffy considering that, you know, they are sort of spokespersons and, and faces, I would say, of the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Balenciaga did come out apologizing for the ad campaigns. They removed those. And now they say that they are currently pursuing a lawsuit against the production company for uh, sort of the creative assets. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Five minutes on the clock. I just don't even know where to start. Uh, I, I think this is this is insane to me. I'm not much. At, well, I would say I have a healthy level of skepticism, and uh, you know, when it comes to people, life in general, um, would I say I'm a conspiracy theorist? Not necessarily. There are definitely things that I'd be like, okay, I'm willing to like listen to the data and see, and you know kind of analyze what's being said and make a decision from there. But a lot of times I try to be neutral about these things, but uh, kind of watching people going through Balenciaga ad campaigns with a fine tooth comb and seeing sort of the child pornography Easter eggs, if you will, throughout some of these campaigns, I'm uncomfortable. I'm really uncomfortable. Do you, uh, but okay. I feel like I'm going to have the unpopular opinion here, and I'm not saying that child pornography is okay by any means. I need to it's just not. be very, very, very clear. That is not. Yeah. It's disgusting. The idea of that, like literally, I feel like an 18-year-old in a bathing suit, and I'm like, oh my God, that's weird, right? Just You're a fucking child. Go home and put on like a muumuu. Um, but so first of all, I, 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 I feel like... Balenciaga going after the production company for the ad campaign that their marketing team approved, fuck off. 
Yeah. Take 100%. accountability and fucking move on with your life. Like that is yeah. incredible to me. I kind of hope that I get, uh, I want to go to jury duty for this because that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, oh, I think it's a $25 million <laughs> lawsuit. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. what's interesting is there are creative directors who are doing videos on TikTok talking about sort of the required process when you're working yeah. with, you know, as an agency working with a brand like that. They're like, this is not something that could be easily slipped, especially no. from a brand safety standpoint. Like, I feel like all they need to do is just show the documentation with the CMO's signature on it and like, they're fine. Yeah. Like, this is just, I yeah. feel like this is all just quite frankly, like a publicity stunt from Balenciaga mm-hmm. because I don't have to have like a law degree to know or or to give them the recommendation that this is not worth litigation at this point. So that's that. Um, I looked at the pictures, the, the only, that I've only seen a couple of them. And I think the, if there are other ones, you know, I, I would be interested, not interested to see them, but like, okay. Cause there's a lot of outrage about this. I feel like one of the bears looks like less BDSM and more like rocker. Grunge. Yeah. Like, like like I'm not going to lie. And maybe this is because I am a vanilla prude as we all know about this. Like, you know, it's a missionary Mm. style household over here. Um, like I don't think the the white bear with the um with just like the fishnets and yeah. it's like studded a studded collar, a bl- blue and pink eye. Like if I were like a yeah. mom walking in the store, I don't think that I would be like, oh shit, that belongs in a sex store. I would probably be like, oh, that's like rocker teddy bear. The other one, yes, that mm-hmm. is more BDSM. The kids yeah. are, are not wearing anything BDSM though. I just want to yeah but again, they're like holding on to the bears and sort of while the bears kind of like tied up in a bdsm way which kind of one of the bears is wearing bdsm yeah, yes 100 um, um i also think to your point and i don't know this off of the top of my head but i'd like to see you know maybe the evolution of like the grunge rocker scene like i wonder if influences of that style came from the bdsm community that's really good um topic for another episode that we should do. <laughs> Write that down right now. Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, I would imagine, right? I think a lot of it kind of tends to like yeah. intertwine. Um, yeah. I, I also just think that this campaign is horrible. I don't it know doesn't why look, they thought that was okay. It, 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 it just, again, taking the obvious out of it, like, yeah. I think also having like wine glasses and shit. I'm actually looking at another one now where there's like Balenciaga tumblers and then there's like beer beer glasses and champagne and wine glasses like okay that's that's fucking weird um yeah but I just I just like I think that artistically I don't think that these are good photos and another question I have is like I where what did their parents that was the other about thing this? so I don't know so some people are once again, this is all based on what I'm like reading, but there's no actual like s- reports on this. Some people are saying that they're Balenciaga employee kids. And I was like, well, that wouldn't make sense. They would have to go through a modeling agency, I would assume. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, I guess money makes the world go round. But if I were a parent, I am not, to clarify for everyone listening. I we're dog parents. Highly, yeah. I mean, we are dog parents, but we're fur parents. Highly uncomfortable putting my child in a situation like that. I, I just I again, don't know. I, like, I, are I you think not that the rocker bear. Child? 
No, I think I that know. like you have to be there. Like there's definitely some kind of labor laws around laws that. Around so that. I be. don't understand. Um, again, I, I just would be curious, like what did they say? I bet you at this point though, if they come out and make a statement, it's gonna be like, we were never comfortable with it. But you know, yeah. I don't know, their child, my, my kid's college fund or something like that. They're going to find a way to like be uh, appalled, but it's like you didn't stop yeah. it in the moment. Yeah. Um, really quickly, f- and I we, yeah. no, I was going to say the photographer uh, just came out too and said that he had no control over this shoot whatsoever. That literally it was like set list from the brand what they wanted, and he just took the shots. Yes, I get that, but again, like if everybody, if we want to play this game, why did you no, walk I, the fuck off the set? Like you didn't, you, girl, you I get it. You didn't have to. Take the photos. Again, like I said, the one one of the bears, the purple bear, it is a little that that is BDSM-ish. Yeah. Um, I think that's weird. But the other one, I like I said, if I were walking in a store and I saw that bear, I don't necessarily think that that's where my head would go. See, the thing is though, Alina, I agree. It's like I can understand that perspective, but for me, what's been crazy is seeing all of these like pedophile slash child pornography slash like like Easter eggs that are going throughout the shoot. So not only do you have these like kids in a weird, like, okay, this is kind of BDSM-y, but we could go with punk rocker, sure. Then you have the Easter egg of that court case that was referenced, which has everything to do with child pornography. Then there's another image um, where it's somebody in sort of a jacket, like a full-on, like really nice snazzy outfit. And right by the desk is this frame of um, with someone's name on it. I can't remember the name, but if you look up this guy's name, he actually was accused and um, of, of molesting his granddaughter of 16 years old. I mean, um, so it's, it's just one too many. I, again, too I... Many. I I feel like this is a better conversation once they come out and hopefully address all of those Easter eggs because that just it's wild. Doesn't make, it yeah. just doesn't make any sense to me, and maybe that's like yeah. where my my brain is at right now. Yeah. Um, I, I I I want to comment really quickly, and we do have to move on because we promised ourselves that in season two we are going to be good about time, and we're almost on on the verge of having to cut a story. Um, yeah. I I feel like, yes, I understand like the Kardashians are kind of like brand ambassadors for Balenciaga, but it Mm -hmm. really annoys me that like, I I feel like, like the world, we are so fucking obsessed with like loving to hate the Kardashians that like nobody can exhale about anything before Mm -hmm. Kim has spoken. And I was getting so frustrated because I was just like, Jesus Christ, like she is not she is not, like, she doesn't own Balenciaga. They came out and made a statement and I feel like nobody even cared what they said because they were just like, Kim, Kim. And it's like, guys, take a fucking, like, let, she's, by the way, she doesn't look like she's going to cut ties with them. Yeah, it doesn't based on the statement that she came so, out with being like, I'm reevaluating, which we all know what no. that fucking means. Um, here's the thing. A, my my brain goes to the, the the data points at hand. A, she's a brand ambassador slash spokesperson for the brand, right? She's done wonders for them from like a a PR standpoint and a marketing standpoint. So that's number one for me of like why she should have come out with a statement sooner. Number two, you've got a shit ton of fucking kids. Like you should feel, once again, I feel like 
you know, I feel strongly about this and I'm not a parent, but like your parent, your whole family is like 5,000 fucking kids. Like you would think that this would be sort of a topic of interest or importance to you around protecting sort of children within this context. Number three, what really drove me up the fucking wall about this was how speedy her response is. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? She wants to respond to certain things and not others. This is like tied directly to her. So I felt like there has to be some kind of a response as like, um, you know, these celebrities have a certain platform that they have and there's a certain effect and influence that they have on society. But what drove me up the wall was, didn't she just come out against her husband because of the anti-Semitism that came out of his mouth, which rightfully so she should, but like that was an immediate thing. And then we have like a child pornography. Like, it's interesting to me what she picks and chooses to respond to quickly, like what's of importance. The only reason she responded was because literally if you go on her Instagram right now, all of the comments on all of yeah, her recent she posts, had to. cancel the Kardashians, you know, cancel their Hulu show, uh, you know, protect the children. Like yeah. it's literally being flooded with that. So it's really well, here's the thing. She, she, she responded. Exactly. She responded because that's going to affect her bankroll. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. We got to move on. Um, all right. So the next one is Kelly Rowland doubled down on defending Chris Brown after his AMAs win. So the AMAs were last week. I think it was actually last Sunday. It was yeah, on, on Sunday, November yeah. 20th. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly Rowland, who was a member of Destiny's Child, um, she's the one who famously texted in Excel on, uh, in, in what, what move, what, I forget which, um, song that was what the music video anyway whatever um so she was on hand to present chris brown with the award for favorite male r&b artist um Mm -hmm. although he was not there and so she also accepted the award on his behalf and she went on to say you know chris i love you you know thank you so much for all of your contributions to r&b blah 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 and people were booing him and so she i guess like put her hand up and was like chill out everybody like shut up let me let me keep going and then she continued to kind of praise Chris. So um, folks were not thrilled with that because of Chris's, um, his previous ac- the accusations. And actually he, he pled guilty to domestic violence against Rihanna. And then Karush Tran as well was another, uh, one of his ex-girlfriends that pressed charges or filed a restraining order against Chris. Um, and she's basically come out and Kelly has said, look, Everybody deserves a second chance. We all do things that we're not proud of. I think we yeah. need to give you know folks grace. And yeah. so there's a lot of drama around that. And so I'm going to start the clock. What do you think? I'm going to say something. <clears throat> and I'll probably get a lot of shit for it. But I honestly think the only reason we're giving Chris Brown a pass for his like behavior and precedent that he set, because not only was he violent with Rihanna, but like we kind of saw through headlines and through his interactions with Karuchi Tran that he was also violent with her as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the restraining order was granted back in 2017. So like, you know, pretty recent. Um, I think the only reason we give him grace is because he's so talented. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I fucking love Chris Brown's music. <laughs> He comes out with bangers, one right after the other. You know what I mean? Like I can shake my, I'd like literally replay on on the Spotify playlist. Not gonna lie, my workout <laughs> list, probably half of it, Chris Brown. Um, no, that's a lie. Most of it's Doja Cat. But I I feel like we give him leniency because of the fact that he's so good at his craft. Well, does I that go it. back to separating the artist from? Yeah, the from art. The art. 
Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, like, like we don't want to cancel Chris Brown. He also, I feel like the height of his allegations. I use that yeah. word, even though he he pled guilty, so his yeah. actions maybe is a better word. Um, mm-hmm. The height of that, I feel like, was before cancel culture was at its height. Whereas I feel like oh, if yeah. that happened now, yeah, he would not have survived unscathed. I agree. But then again, you have some people who like have evaded cancel culture entirely throughout this time period. Like look at Dave Chappelle, for example. Yes, yes but I feel like... I feel like Chris Brown <sighs> would be given the same leniency. Like Dave Chappelle is just so talented that like not going to be canceled. I said it. <laughs> and he said some pretty like dicey shit, but yeah, like right. love him as a comedian, didn't get canceled. And I feel the same thing with Ricky Gervais happened, said some dicey shit, did not get canceled. And I feel like Chris Brown would probably be on that list as well. It's so interesting what people pick and choose as cancelable. Isn't that I, funny? Yeah. Like what makes the list? Like I would love someone to do a survey looking at like what makes someone cancelable versus not. Because there are this lots another of episode topics. Offenses. Write it down. Write it down. Seriously. Are we writing these down? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I also think it's kind of... Do you think because Rihanna seems to have... I don't want to say forgiven him, but she, she seems has. to She publicly be, forgave him. Okay, yeah. So, yes. But, like, because she's cool with him, that Could gave be. his fans permission to not cancel him. Could be. I have no idea. This is what I mean by I wish somebody would yeah. do this and make it like an actual study because I think it's Why don't you do this? Um, I guess it's like, how would you set up the study? Like, what are the data points that you would look at? Like, yeah. I feel like I would also need the resources of like a university to be able to look at like the sociological factors and psychological yeah. factors because they just have the resourcing and like the pipelines to do it. You know, I'm just a lonely tech worker and podcaster over here. What resources do I have for me? Someone wants to sponsor me doing this study by all means. I love it. I Our am also are open, lowly, y'all. <laughs> I, I'm also a lowly um, corporate worker that does not have the, the resources. But no, yeah, I, that, that's my, my inclination. My inclination is that like Rihanna, who I feel like people love and respect just as much, if not more than Chris Brown. Yeah. I think it's maybe a different kind of respect. I feel like Chris Brown, it's really like music industry focused and just like his music. Whereas Rihanna, it's like fashion, it's beauty, and it's just her because she's just a force. So I feel like if, again, like if she was able to move past it or accept it or whatever it is, and like, again, it gave his fans a pass. Oh, 100%. That's my inclination. But um, I I mean, I also feel like Kelly Rowland, like that was risky, man. Also, I'm going to have to stop you there. You called her Kelly Rowland? Kelly Rowland. I thought her name was Kelly Rowland. What is that? Kelly Rowland. Because literally you've been saying this in my head. (laughs) I was like, like, is this bitch really calling her Kelly Rowland? I was like, have I just been wrong my whole life? (laughs) No, I think you're right. I think it is Rowland. I I, I don't even have words. I'm just going to go ahead and blame like my current physical state after Thanksgiving. My body and my brain are clearly not functioning. Also, fun fact, she lives pretty close to me in in, uh, Sherman Oaks. Kelly Rowland. You're a Kelly Rowland. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) 
Wow, that's good timing to move on from uh, Kelly Rowland and Chris Brown. And I know, I know, I know, I know it's Rowland. Um, Okay. Okay. Hit us at the next one. Next one. Oh, this was going to be juicy. Kanye West has been accused of showing Adidas employees his homemade sex tapes and explicit videos of Kim Kardashian. Okay. So, context for our listeners. Rolling Stones just released... um, pretty much an article talking of uh, abuse that former Yeezy and Adidas staffers and creative collaborators uh, have experienced within the workplace. Uh, They claim that he played pornography uh, to Yeezy staff in meetings, discussed porn, and showed an intimate photograph of Kim Kardashian in job interviews, um, and showed an explicit video and photos of Kardashian as well as his own sex tapes to Yeezy team members. Not only that, but people have said that he's been using this as sort of a power play. Um, and some people in the article said that he was utilizing it to show, be like, see how uncomfortable you are? That's uncomfortable. You make me by like stealing my stuff. Then there's also notes that he has had like a porn addiction for a while and a sex addiction for a while. Um, and this was like, he would literally, like in the article, they talked about how he would play uh, pornographic material during meetings um, so that he could focus. Um, it's, it's, uh, Anyway, that's the context I'm going to provide. I think we should just like get into it. Yes. Oh, sorry. Shit. I was doing so well. Okay. (laughs) Five minutes on the clock. I don't even know what to say about this. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's not funny. That's just, that is No, but it is kind of funny because it's like when you think of like Kanye and like how weird the past like two years have been for this man, I, I... I always think that he's reached the boundary of like where he's going to go and this is it. This is as bad as it's going to get. And then somehow he surpasses that boundary. I so. genuinely don't understand. Like, how is this guy still walking on the street? Like, how has nobody done you know anything to like, you know, get him help? You know, it's wild to me. This relationship between him and Adidas has been going on, I think, since like 2003. 13 it might have been okay more or less um but like what's crazy is nothing was said before until now this year till now like well, i love that society was like oh everything's okay everything's acceptable and then now that like you know i feel like the anti-semitic stuff was like the last, the straw that broke the camel's back. Now we're getting sort of all of these reports of a whole plethora of other things that he's done that like weren't made to light uh, previous. And like I said, this, this relationship has been in the, like in the works for years. Well, I feel like back then, right. They needed Kanye. They needed his creative genius, as people like to say, they needed his, you know, his notoriety. They needed his brain and they needed his partnership. But now he's ousted. They're going to continue to sell Yeezys. They're going to continue to make money off of it. And he's out of the picture. And so now I feel like you can, again, it's all about money at the end of the day. And I mean, that's really sad. No, but like what's going to happen now is they're going to get canceled because the whole premise and undertones of the article is that Adidas didn't protect their employees. And that Adidas and the VPs allowed for this behavior to continue on. And they made lenient policies to just like allow Kanye to do whatever he wanted uh, just because of, of, once again, the bottom line. So I actually 
I don't even think that this is going to like blow back on Kanye as much as people think it is. I think this is going to be a blowback on Adidas. I, I'm not sure. I mean, we've already like, but I feel like Kanye's already at the, like, were people surprised by this news? I I wasn't surprised by this news. If I'm, if I'm being frank, but I feel like from Adidas perspective, like hearing that Adidas was like extremely toxic and allowing this behavior. I think that was the bombshell of the article, but that's just my perspective on it. No. See, I think that it's like shocking that he would. I don't know. I feel like Kim, um, Connie was super protective over Kim, right? Like he didn't like her wearing overly sexy clothes and stuff like that. That's so true. that for that is what I took away. I don't know. Maybe I'm just so fucking jaded because you hear about all this shit constantly, not necessarily, you know, knock on wood. I haven't experienced this necessarily, but I, f- I just feel like corporations like shit, shady shit goes down all the time. I was more mm-hmm. surprised that he was like sharing intimate stuff between him and his wife when again, yeah. he didn't even like her wearing "quote unquote" provocative clothing. Um, I'm also yeah. though like Kim, stop, stop, stop doing this. Like, you know, shit gets leaked. What are you doing? Yeah, girl, I'm, protect your protect yourself. You don't want everybody seeing. Yeah, your shit. I um, I guess yeah. To your point, that was probably the most surprising aspect was hearing that he shared photos of Kim, like intimate photos of her, like. For me, I want to know, like, what do they mean by intimate? Was it, like, her in a bikini or was it, like, sexually explicit? Like, you know, the type of shit that you would, like, sex your husband kind of. No, I think it was the latter. Oof. Yeah, like, I think it was, like, genuine, like, nudes and or sex, like, homemade sex tapes. Didn't they say that? Oh, yeah, they did say homemade sex tapes. You're right. No, they said sex with women, like, his homemade sex tapes with women. They didn't say it was Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. I saw in another article that Kim is like, what what video, what photos I want to see, I want to see. And you know what's really sad is that my head was like, oh my God, she wants to make sure she looked good. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, wasn't there like a whole episode about Kim editing photos and like taking out her yeah. laptop in the middle of a birthday party and being like, you bitches are going to thank me later to make sure that I approve yes. these images. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like I, 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 I really feel, and I know that we're talking so much about the Kardashians, it's just all that's going on. I feel like that's all anybody cares about. And that's why I was so frustrated earlier about the whole Balenciaga thing. Yeah. Because I was just was like, Jesus them. Christ, like why Why can like nothing be about, and obviously that's a bad example maybe, but I was just like, yeah. instead of looking to Balenciaga, I feel like people were looking to Kim. And it's like, yeah. she's going to do what she's going to do. But like also, yeah. she didn't necessarily sign off on this, but okay. Yeah, that so, that was shocking to me. So it was. So uh, we have one last one, um, yes. and I think we can tie in the other thing because this one I think will be very quick. But um, once okay. again, it is another Kardashian-related headline, Jesus just Christ, because man. I feel like it's the only thing that's going on in the news cycle this week. Um, but Kim Kardashian asked fans what they want to see in the Kardashian season three, and she probably didn't expect to get dragged this much. <laughs> so context for our listeners. As we all collectively have come to the conclusion of this season of the Kardashians has been an absolute fucking snooze fest. Um, it's actually wild to me how many people agreed with us um, in a yes. previous episode when we were talking about the Kardashians and product placement. It is 
wild, like how Mm -hmm. the lack of shit that was going on in that season and how they dragged things on that didn't need to be dragged over three, four episodes. Um, It seems that word has gotten back to to Kim and her team and they decided to pull folks Mm -hmm. uh, requesting them for feedback on what they would like to see in season three. And she got absolutely fucking demolished. I'm going to be honest. A lot of people were upset with, I think, how they ended the season um, the content that they shared during the season, especially when we knew of all of this stuff that was happening behind scenes around the same time. Yeah. And we got none of that. Um, so it then kind of begs the question, and we can start the time now because okay. I just have a thought and I want to finish it. Um, a, how long can the Kardashians really last upholding this this bullshit model for their reality TV show, number one? And number two... You know, with all of these like headlines coming out that we're reviewing right now, mm-hmm. how much do you think is actually going to get covered in season three? I don't know. I, I feel like they need to do a real quick pivot on what they do or don't show, or else I do think that season three is going to be the last it. season. Yeah. So in that article, and uh, maybe we can link to it in our stories or something, because I do feel like it's it's long, but there's a lot yeah. of content, and it talks about what did sh- what they did show. Then they literally go into like what they didn't show, and the amount of shit mm-hmm. they didn't show is actually crazy. And I feel like sometimes, sometimes because it's all I feel like we see in the in in the media, mm-hmm. I feel like oh like you don't realize that it wasn't necessarily on the show. Um, but I mean, it's everything from like, you know, obviously Pete cut out of everything. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about the Kanye and Kim drama at all. And at all. the show started filming when that was like at its height. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't show uh, Courtney's wedding. Yeah. Excuse me? Scott Disick is completely gone. Scott is gone. And like, let's be real guys. Scott, I think we can all agree Scott was the show. He was fucking the fun one. He exactly. He was the comedic re- relief that we need because yeah, none of them are funny. Um, what else? Like, yeah, I, I just I feel like they didn't show. Oh, they also didn't give us Kylie's baby's I, name. Yes, Kylie. They didn't and, give oh, us anything about the concert, the Astro World tragedy. Nothing about that. Well, that we knew that they we knew they were never going to show that. Right. That's yeah. We knew that. But yeah, apparently um, Kylie came out and said, oh, maybe in season three we'll tell you his name. And I just, I really feel like they they got to do something to yeah. do, a, they got to do a 180 on, on whatever it is that, that, that I just, they plan on showing for season three because I don't think that they're going to have a, many no, viewers. They're not. And I, I'm going to be honest, I think they, you know, the reason why they decided to move over from E over to Hulu is because of the creative control that they had. And mm-hmm. as you know, Courtney was very big about keeping her private life private. And I think all of them are trying to figure out a way to do that. And what's happening now is they're actually being way conservative on how much of their life they're keeping private, where it's like, we already know all this shit that you're showing us. Like, how long can you fucking drag out Met Gala prep or like, dedicate a whole season to 818 tequila or dedicate a whole season to Chris Jenner's fucking hip replacement surgery. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, like you all made your platform and got the audience that you got through the authentic openness of your lives. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. By like having this show, doing all this product placement and expect people to still be entertained. That's not what you built your brand off of. It's not. 
And so it's either they fix it or no more Kardashians. Sorry, not sorry. And and I do think that a really big, I don't know, like fuck up, it was misleading. I think a lot of people feel like they were duped because in all of the trailers, Pete is very much a thing, right? People were expecting Pete to be a main topic expect to see his face on the show, not just his voice mm-hmm. on a phone call. Um, yeah. I believe that everyone, a producer, an executive producer actually came out and was like, oh my gosh, we can't wait to show you all the footage from Courtney's wedding. wedding. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. So like they had the footage and then obviously at the whatever hour, 11th hour, they decided to edit it all out. And I just, yeah, I feel like people, like they're just losing so much credibility and trust Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like 100%. they're really falling from grace, and yeah. and even things like, hey, you can't make a fucking trailer that shows all this shit and make all these statements, and then not, and then not good, yeah. not give the people what they want. Yeah. So I think they have a yeah. lot of work ahead of them to redeem themselves from so much stuff. Like I feel like twenty twenty two. I feel like their their Just earnings were not, massive, but I feel like it was not, not kind. Year. Yeah, it was definitely an awful year for them from like a sentiment yeah. standpoint of the public. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay, let's yeah. loop in the final final. Yes. So final final is uh, essentially Kim Kardashian gets dragged for uh, having a Friendsgiving with Tristan Thompson. Um, apparently she went to a prison. I guess she had hosted a Friendsgiving there at that prison as part of her, um, as we all know, her lawyer work on the side, pro bono work. Um, and it seems like she brought Tristan Thompson along for the ride. Um, but what's interesting here is people are quite upset about this. And they are upset about this because Kim did this solely with Tristan Thompson. I don't think anybody else from the family was there. Um, yes. And it's like your sister went through hell with this man and you're establishing a relationship with him. Okay. And then other people were saying like, oh, it's interesting that now we're doing like a whole PR thing to rejuvenate his image. Like, girl, bye. So that's pretty much been the sentiment about that. But I felt like it was a big enough one that we should probably touch touch on it just a little smidge. Yeah. I I have mixed feelings about this. I think that... I'm assuming that Kim wouldn't do that without consulting Chloe. Sure. But why would you want to keep up a relationship with this man outside? I don't of know. Like she hated him at first, right? That was a whole yeah. storyline at one point. I yeah. feel like they're trying to rehabilitate his image. That's the whole point. But for who? Why the fuck do they care? I don't know. No idea. Right? So again, I don't know. This is one of those things where I'm like, mm, would I necessarily want to hang out with, you know, my sister's ex who cheated on her multiple times while she was like in labor? Probably nope. not. But I also feel like if they are able, like Rihanna, if if they are able to move past it. No. Wh- no. Here's the thing. If it were about the kids, like establishing a relationship for the sake of the children, right? Because he is family Mm -hmm. no matter what at this point. I would understand if it was like a family-oriented event, but this was just them two. And he didn't really have any ties to any of this. So it just seemed very weird that he was like, oh, I'm a tack on, be the plus one to this like Friendsgiving, like 
jail friends giving thing that you're doing because like, I don't know. It just seemed so strange and off kilter for me. It's weird, but I I feel like there's like some dynamic that we don't understand. And listen, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. I think if Chloe can be accepting of her children's father in her family's life to a degree, then I think who are we to tell her she can't hang out with him? But like what purpose what's the point i don't fucking know that i don't have an answer for that. you like i would get it if it was like oh he's like coming to like one of the kids birth like kim's kids birthdays right and she invited him because he's part of the family and you know her true Maybe. you know true would want to see her dad there etc cetera, etc cetera. sure i would understand that but this doesn't make sense to me in that logic in that line of i logic. agree with that but maybe i'm just saying i don't know maybe they are maybe he's getting involved in something maybe he's starting a charitable organization. We don't know is all I'm saying. You know how I feel about Tristan. I, I know have how you feel no about fucks him. to give about that man. <laughs> I know. Whatsoever. I know. And I think he's obviously like a piece of shit for shit he's done to yeah. Chloe and to his children. But yeah. again, I also feel like if like we <laughs> I I, know, I like I'm, I'm just trying to think cuz I I just feel like it's like it's who are we to 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 judge that relationship if That's Chloe the whole point herself of the podcast is to judge? So yes, I'm a judge, but it's also okay. It's to judge, but it's also to give our perspectives. No, a hundred percent. And I, I just feel like that. I feel like that is effort that people are putting into something that really you shouldn't put that much effort into. That's yeah. what I think. I will say it's admirable that you're trying to be devil's advocate here, but I will just say to end it that none of it makes sense to me. <clears throat> no, it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. But yeah. I, listen, growth. Remember, growth. I've become wiser. I'm doing a lot of therapy, and all I'm saying is it's not worth your fucking effort. <laughs> it's not worth your headache. No, it's not. Tristan. Correct. Correct. But um, with that, we are way over time. Yeah, way, way over time. We hope you'll enjoy today's episode and we will see you later this week. On see Wednesday. you on Wednesday. Okay. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 